Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that honestly is just filling time until hush. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Hey now, this episode's super fun. This episode's great. This is a fun time, and like I think it's probably still in sweeps. I don't know. It's really fun. <laughs> we don't know what sweeps is. I want to make that abundantly clear. I think we've already made that very clear. We use the word sweeps a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gonna sweep it all under the rug in time for sweeps. This is season four, episode nine, Something Blue, original air date, November 30th, 1999, which definitely sounds like it's during sweeps. Sure. <laughs> As long as Sweeps is around November 30th, yeah. Right? It could be. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly could. Did you start to believe that I might know? Yeah. Yeah, it sounded reasonable, like many of the things that you say. (laughs) Hmm. I'm going to hit you with some sweet international titles today. International titles, yes. So, uh, as I just said, in English, this is called Something Blue. In French, it's called Le Mariage de Buffy, which means Buffy's Wedding. Yes. Which is like in the same vein, for sure. It's just yeah. as something blue is seems like a very colloquial English thing. Yeah, something blue is a really hard one. Like that's not one of the ones where literally this is a loan word and they could just use that. And yeah. for some reason they've chosen not to. This is a legitimate case for having a different title than une chose bleu. <laughs> and you just be like, uh, what does this mean? I, as a French person, have no concept of what this could possibly mean. Yeah. yeah. German went in like a really different direction. Yes. Oh, you can always re- depend on Germans, you know? <laughs> oh, God. This is, I don't know if I want to try this. This the third word is insane. Okay, here we go. <laughs> mein Wille Gescheche. Oh, God. There's so many. It's like, it ends just... in H-E-H-E. My will oh. be done. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was going to say sounded out, but it sounds like you Mm -mm. sort of did that. It didn't go great. (laughs) Like, the end of this word is (laughs) S-C-H-E-H-E. Like, what? Huh. Anyway, yeah, my will be done makes a lot of sense. If anything, I would say it's more inclusive of the entire episode. Yes. Because it's not just about Buffy, but no, those are both good. I'm on board. Those are good. Well, what happens in this episode? Perhaps Spike and Buffy get married, question mark? We'll have to see. (laughs) Oh, you're giving it away. Poor listeners. Oh, poor listeners. And poor Willow. I saw the thumbnail and it's Buffy hugging Spike and classic (laughs) Buffy. She has a gigantic ring on. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) No, at least she has like a very legitimate reason for wearing that gigantic ring this time. It's true. It's true. We'll talk about that ring. I got questions. <laughs> oh, good. That's good. All right. So. Starting off. Willow's still mad sad. Mad sad. Indeed. Mad sad. Yeah, this is an Oz room with a sad Willow in it. And she is missing Oz and still likes the smell of his items. Uh, I don't know why she has the key to his place. How did she get in here? Aren't you so concerned about that? Yep. Like, <laughs> Are there vagrants just living in here now? I don't know. Did Oz live in a dorm? Maybe. No. He lives in oh. a house with, with the band off campus because he's cool, remember? No, I don't. And then later on, Willow brings up Dylan, mm-hmm. who like also lives in this house. So oh. like, it's pretty reasonable that this room would still be vacant if Oz really hasn't been gone for that long. But well, that like... makes a lot of sense then. The band members let, let her in, right? For some reason. 
to right, check but, on Oz's things. See, that's what? still really problematic because the what? band members would then have to be like, oh, yeah, you're... Did they break up? I guess. So she's Oz's ex-girlfriend. He wa- She just wants to hang out and smell his stuff. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't blame her. She's sad and she's still like heavily grieving. But the fact that they're letting her in probably seems pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're back into that student building that I still don't know what it is, but Riley seems to hang out here a lot. He sure does. And someone's written gullible on the ceiling and everyone's looking. <laughs> oh wait, no, they're they're hanging up a what lesbian association banner? Lesbian alliance or something. Alliance. There we go. That and makes Riley's more sense. helping out because he's just a stand-up guy. Oh, I thought you were gonna say he's just a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> he does make that joke. He can be funny. See? Yeah, yeah, he can be funny. He may be slightly boring, as we'll learn this episode, but <laughs> he can also be funny. <laughs> well, and this is the thing about Riley is that like Buffy is concerned that he's too boring. <laughs> oh we'll get there (laughs) so i have a picture for you called more than just button watch but i've made it all one word so it's really really hard to read oh i just saw the (laughs) name of another file in here (laughs) oh it's terrible okay so we can start talking about things because i did notice buffy's leopard print (gasps) skirt oh my god i got so excited that the cat prints have returned Mm. i know that you love them so God, I don't like it. It's beautiful. It's, it's a really thing of bad. Beauty. Buffy's hair this entire episode is doing it's something crazy. Bananas. It's wavy. It's just wavy. But then she's done it in various styles to accentuate the waviness of it. And you're and like, like, what? It's mostly pretty bad. Are we? So are we on button watch here? Where? Look at him. Shit. It's hard <laughs> to tell from this angle, but I can see that. Yeah, he does only have the second last button done up again that's i wanted a, a picture where i could also get the skirt and that yes. it was harder to tell that it was like button watch for sure his hair is also like he's gotten a haircut and it's a lot mm. less dean it is i was yeah. noticing that it was more down now yeah it's a lot less dean yeah oh well rip hair or whatever dean hair <laughs> it could come back who knows I love that Riley's got his backpack, he's got the one shoulder on, Mm. and he'll frequently be holding the one shoulder strap with both hands. (laughs) Which is, like, oddly adorable. I don't know. (laughs) I think it is supposed to be an adorable mannerism. Like, from the perspective of he's nervous when talking to Buffy, so he's sort of, like, protectively shielding himself with his, his strap. You can't see it because of Buffy's wavy hair in this shot, but she does have a choker on as well. So Mm. many people wear chokers this episode. Mm. Like, there was definitely... Now, there was a period of time, and clearly it was this time where, like, chokers were... Yeah, they were really in. Hella in. I remember that time. I had several chokers of my own. I did not, but I remember (laughs) this time. Listen, Xander's gonna wear one later, so... Shit. Like, you could have had one. You were missing out. Anyway, Rye Guy, Rye Fi is gonna take Buffy to a picnic. Blah, blah, blah. Talking to her is like an exam. Blah, blah, blah. Yep, and we go on patrol with Buffy. She's got a very shiny leather jacket on. Is it even leather? Is it just plastic? I don't know. It's so shiny. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty tempted to say plastic. Like, it's just too shiny. It's too shiny to be leather. And, like, what has Willow got, got on? <laughs> it's a poncho. It's so good. But it's so tiny. It's yeah. a poncho that goes, like, just below her elbows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a half poncho. Like a knitted poncho. <laughs> Buffy also has a very bright pink hoodie underneath her plastic black (laughs) 
<laughs> jacket. Oh, yeah. At least Good the jacket stuff. fits her, you know? You know what? We can be thankful for these small small things mm-hmm. that Buffy found jackets that are the right size for her. So, yeah, Buffy is complaining that Ri-Fi is not enough of a jerk. And I'm like, don't worry, <laughs> Buffy. That'll all change soon. <laughs> I mean, maybe? I, I, I really don't remember whether he sticks around for another season. <laughs> I know, you have no idea. It's really funny. I, I want to know. <laughs> and yeah. I know you're not going to tell me, and I don't want to look it up. Well, but man, here's the thing. <laughs> it just keeps just clawing at me, and maybe they do an Oz? <laughs> I don't think you really want to know. No. Like, I think no, if I, you, I told really you, know. you'd be, I would be mad. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> Mad sad, whatever. I wouldn't like it. And they reference how in the previous episode of Angel, which was mm-hmm. the episode after the Thanksgiving episode of Buffy, which is a little yep. very confusing, Buffy went to see Angel. Yes. And she's just like, oh, Angel's so dark and mysterious and such a bad boy and it's so much better than boring old Ri-Fi. Poor Ri-Fi, man. He's great. You just, you haven't given him a chance. And like, anyway. Buffy's still pretty immature when it comes to dating. Hmm. This idea that, like, oh, we're fighting, so it must mean that our relationship is good because of this <laughs> passion we have, is such, like, a garbage teenage oh, trope. God, that's a t- such a bad idea. <laughs> it's the worst. Guys, you can just, like, have a cool friend person that, like, you get along with, and it can be great. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to fight with them constantly. Jesus. Okay, and Buffy finishes this up by very casually staking a vamp that jumps out at them. And it's kind of weirdly edited, but whatever. It's a funny joke, and she just continues on with the conversation. And it's like an actual end to the cold open, mm, you know? Yeah. It's, it's so so refreshing. It is. I So our next scene, we see Spike <laughs> manacled in the bathtub for some reason. A, he has like hand and foot manacles. And where did they get these? They're Giles. They're Giles' manacles. No, Giles was said by Xander... <laughs> When they needed to tie Buffy up because she was going to rip her roommate's face off. Right. He was like, what kind of self-respecting bachelor doesn't have manacles? I guess right. now so that's Giles when he got is, them. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, I should have manacles. <laughs> He's gone for premium manacles too. These are great. Again, hand and foot and they get secured to question mark place in the bathroom. Well, that's, that's the most problematic part of this. Like they're big, heavy duty things. And I totally buy that Spike can't break out of them, but I'm pretty convinced he can break whatever they're attached to. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's the bathtub. Probably. Or the toilet, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I guess toilet would be, would be tough. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I remember last episode, you're like, oh, Spike isn't just going to like, hang out tied up in Giles' house anymore after this, is he? And I Did was I like, say eh. that? Did I? Oh, no. I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Oh, my yeah. God. So yeah, this is really the worked. best goddamn sitcom ever. It's Giles so and Spike good. hanging out and living together oh my is God. the best sitcom this side of 30 Rock. And, like, Giles had nothing to do. This is a really fun thing for Giles to be doing. (laughs) They're both so annoyed at each other. So funny. Buffy shows up and her and Spike have this sort of, like, they're sort of acting like siblings. And Giles Mm -hmm. is their dad. Mm, Sort of, yeah. But then there's also, like, a weird underlying layer of sexual tension to it. Are you bringing us into our first segment? Oh, I hope so. That segment that we like to call My Chemical Romance. What's the worst thing I could say? 
My Chemical Romance song you're gonna play. I was just looking at them and I don't think I recognize any of them. The Honestly, I mean, the youth music is just... Oh. Right, so I was a cool youth and know a lot about My Chemical Romance, and I think oh, you should yeah. play Helena. <laughs> okay, that's the first result that I see when I Google yeah. it, so that was yeah. probably what I was gonna that's, go with. Yep, good. <laughs> uh, but god damn, Spuff, Buffy and Spike have so much chemistry. Like, okay, I know I harp on this a lot. I'm glad you're also harping on it now, because isn't it just insane? It's so crazy. Oh, man. And it makes me uncomfortable when you say that they're acting as siblings, because, like, no, there's clearly the feels. So, like, there's definitely, like, a lot, there's a lot of chemistry happening. A lot of their dialogue, it sounds like they're trying to play it off as, like, their siblings. Mm-hmm. You know, later when she's like, oh, Giles, I accidentally killed Spike. That's okay, <laughs> right? Like, that's the sort of thing, like, a kid would say to their, about yeah. their, their, yeah. But no, I know. So it's, it's sibling-esque, but then not really because of all the sexual tension. I mean, when Buffy starts being like, oh, look at my <laughs> neck and all the blood flowing through it. You're just like, whoa, guys, okay, ease off here. <laughs> you're this like, is, oh, no, I, I shouldn't be watching this. This is a yeah. teen show. <laughs> check around for my parents make sure they aren't anywhere near my apartment for some reason you think that like oh man remember when buffy and angel would be in a scene (laughs) yeah i do remember tiny twig hands i remember that very well those twig hands Jeez, and like i don't know is it should be is it because james marsters just has chemistry with everyone (laughs) is that what it is or is it i don't know I find that to be a problematic statement, but maybe. Who knows? Okay, who does he not have chemistry okay, with? Listen, I'm not saying I can point to a counterexample right now. <laughs> well, work on that. You're not going to be able to find anyone. So Giles has a kiss the librarian mug <laughs> oh. from which they are feeding Spike uh, tepid pig's blood. And he's like mad about it, but he also needs the blood and him drinking yeah. out of a straw oh it's oh, good it's so great bag watch 2017 michaela willow still has Fuck. the bag yo she has the bag a lot in this episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah she's gonna <laughs> cast some sort of truth spell on spike to see if they can get him to tell him about the commandos command I mean, bros let's, that he saw. let's let's be honest here a truth spell working on a vampire sounds like it's just not a thing Yeah, I have doubts about this. The efficacy of it, maybe. And I don't even think that, like, Giles is sure it's going to work. It seemed more like he wanted to give Willow something to do. Yeah. And that I'm fine with that. Does Spike really know much more than he's told them? (laughs) No! He's playing it off like he does. He's playing it (laughs) off like he's cagey, and if they just give him a bit more blood... Then maybe he'll tell them the real secrets, but no. No, he knows nothing, yeah. He's got shit. It's true. They won't even know if the truth spell worked. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but, and th- then this is a good, um, like, this is something we'll see. We maybe have seen already from Spike and we'll definitely see in the future. But, you know, Giles and Buffy are like, oh, Willow seems like she's, you know, still not great, mm. but she's doing a bit better. And Spike's like, are you guys insane? Like, are we looking at the same person? Which I have a lot of questions about how Spike even saw Willow. Did she come, <laughs> like, hang out in the bathroom for a while? Yeah, man, why not? But yeah, he's really good at reading people. Well, he saw her at Thanksgiving a fair That's bit. That's true. And yeah, he's seen her around and he knows that she's hanging on by a thread, which, which is, is true. Yeah, it's very true. She goes back to Oz's apartment and I was like, has it been ransacked? <laughs> no, apparently Oz just sent for his things. Oh, you thought the hooligans had come. I didn't know where this was. anyone can come in here. <laughs> yeah. I thought he had been burgled. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, such a good word. Yeah, I don't know how he sent for his things or like, like, what does that even mean? It sounds very uh, Victorian gentleman to me. Yeah, it's like you have a servant go and collect your things. Poirot might send for his things. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, so Dust Picnic. Let's talk about this. Buffy's yeah. hair, still cray-cray, and the front bit is clipped up over the top of her head in that hairstyle that I really don't care for very much. You know what? I actually liked this like oh. big hair more with the like the bang part back like that. I don't hmm. know why. Maybe I just felt like it was less because it's very like in her face just because yeah. it's so so much volume and you know like don't get me wrong i love me some curly hair but sure. like i don't i don't know i just think it doesn't work that well with her face yeah so this isn't a wig or anything right this is just like, oh, uh, like michelle geller's hair that I'm, is now curly i'm pretty sure yeah you can do that okay. to hair oh yeah i'm just i'm really not sure when they give actresses a wig <laughs> And I'm bad at recognizing it, and I don't know why it's done generally, other than, like, they had to shave their head for some reason. For the most part, you probably don't want to give somebody a wig, because, no. like, it just makes everything harder, and then, like, having the wig on is not very comfortable, I don't think. I think they've only really ever given her that weird hair extension ponytail thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I need to go back to season one and just scan through quickly, because they wear such ridiculous shit. And their it's hair so is crazy. insane. Yeah, it's all just bananas. So much V reverse V. God, I oh, miss those days. <laughs> so Rifi likes driving. Ugh. That is his, like, passion. <laughs> and, oh my god, try to be more boring guy. He's just like, when you're out there on the open road, just you and the road, you just drive. <laughs> and and he's like, yeah. like, oh, you're not a fan of driving? Come with me one day, Buffy. I'll show you how it is. It'll change your life. And you're like, no, it fucking won't. What are you... Like, you're saying that taking a passenger driving down a road will be a transformative experience? It will not, sir. It turns into a metaphor, though. Did you mm. Did you get the sex metaphor? The, what? <laughs> I thought this was an appropriate show for teenagers, Michaela. Well, not teenagers who have cars, that's for sure. <laughs> Yes, it does turn into a sort of ham-fisted sex metaphor. <laughs> oh, like, it's really... I didn't like it at all. I felt really forced. You have to take your time. Forget about everything. You just relax. Let it wash over you. The air. Motion. Just let it roll. I mean, Riley's not the worst, though, right? He's... Maybe he's boring, but he is a bit funny. And compared to... Most of the other guys we've seen, he's still good. And Just you know what? Boring. He came to this picnic and he did all his fucking buttons up. Yeah, right? <laughs> I didn't actually think that we had button watch this episode. Because you saw those buttons? I saw the buttons done up and I was like, holy shit, he wants to make a good impression. Yeah, no, he's like, today I'm going for it. I'm going to do up the other five buttons I've got. <gasps> Craziness, oh, yeah. Riley. Why would you even think of doing that? Willow is sad and comes to almost join them and then goes to walk away. But Riley's like, hey, no, actually come and sit with us. It would be nice. And yeah, Riley's a good guy. I like him. Yeah, I know we were trying not to call him nice. I mean, I called him earnest in my notes. That's a no good word, too. I fucking kept expecting him to call Buffy peculiar again. I guess it was just a one episode <laughs> no, thing. It was, like, it was that one episode. That was the peculiar episode. <sighs> Damn. Okay, we blew right by something that I think you're you're gonna regret having to hear about, but oh, no. I'm not really gonna give you that option, I guess. Mm -hmm. So 
we have like another quick scene of, of Spike in the bathtub and he's pissed at Giles because he wants to watch Passions. He's going to, he's going to miss it. Do you know what Passions is? It's a soap opera, isn't it? Yes, but it's it's pretty different from other soap operas. Oh. It's not it's not on anymore. It was okay. sort of like so I used to watch Passions. <laughs> I know a lot about Passions, okay? Okay. Cuz it was it was the soap opera that was more geared towards like teens. I'm so intrigued. It had magic in it. <laughs> like there was a witch named Tabitha who like did magic. Okay. It had all the other like hallmarks of, you know, a, a soap opera. But then there was also uh, one of the characters had a pet orangutan. And what? sometimes the show would like show you fantasies that the orangutan had about Luis, who was like the like main hot dude on the show. And the orangutan what? was like in love with Luis. <laughs> And so there would be these scenes from, like, the orangutan's point of view of, like, the orangutan and Luis being together. And, like, I know you didn't need to know about this, but I just had to tell you about passions. (laughs) What the actual hell? (laughs) Yeah. So, anyways, there you go. Duly noted. Let's go to the bronze, though, and listen to another... Indie classic that no one's ever heard before. <laughs> this is a little band. I, I actually did the research here. A little oh, band wow. known as uh, Blink-182. I don't think they ever got very popular. No, no. You wouldn't know about them. It's not Carry Me Home. It's not Say It Was it all so. the small things that was playing? All the small things. That's yeah, the one. That, yeah, I mean, yeah. that seems like the, the Blink-182 song that you'd play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, so they're playing this song and they don't actually have Blink-182, which is like mildly disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. I'm just kind of surprised that they're not doing the indie band thing here. Like, they're at the bronze, man. You have an indie yeah. band. And I don't know if maybe they, they just didn't have time in the episode to like feature the band in the way that they normally would. Yeah, you do have to get them in there and you have to do the opening shot of the band and that always happens and then it pans down to the actual action which means you need a lot a lot of takes of the band doing yeah, their and, thing yeah time to like watch Faruka really get on oh that my microphone oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh good this is my <laughs> masturbatorium <laughs> doing her flamingo yes. thing yes Oh, okay, I'm done. All right. Uh, Willow's dan- <laughs> like a, dancing like a happy human. Sorry. Her uh, arms are just like, her little arms are just waving around. <laughs> well, what a miraculous recovery. Just last scene, we saw her moping about the place like everything was terrible. Uh, but now she's a brave little toaster, <laughs> as Sander puts it. She is. But oh no, she hasn't learned the lesson from Beer Bad. She is pretty dang tipsy. Well, she was too busy you know telling parker what's what so she didn't really experience true the, uh, the beer bad effects yeah mm-hmm. yo what do you think of anya's hair damn it i didn't is there a picture for this what why would i have had to take a picture okay. it's so different it's so short it. what <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i was like oh i'm sure dave's gonna have some like really strong opinions about this because he really likes anya People have hair. You know, that's just what people do sometimes. You you recognize people by their hair. Do I? Do I? So you've claimed you couldn't tell Buffy and Cordelia apart that one time. (laughs) Maybe they just have similar faces. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh my God. 
It didn't even, like, occur to me that I should take a screenshot of this, okay? Like... <laughs> Let me find it. <laughs> I like it. It's, um, from Scrubs, person who voices Cleopatra, Kate? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mean guy's ex-wife. Yes. Perry, his ex-wife. <laughs> Dr. Cox, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> looks like her hair. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's good. It's different, though, I suppose. Maybe. It's, like, it's so incredibly different, is it not? It's, like, half the length it used to be, probably. And, like, it's a completely different color, isn't it? Wasn't is it? it? Well, because she did have a phase where it was dark brown again. I thought that was the wig. I thought once yeah, the wig stopped, then, it stopped being dark brown. <laughs> the last episode was dark brown again. I can't keep track of all this shit, I know. man. And now it's really short and, like, very light again. So I just assume that shit happens, you know? <laughs> it's Hollywood. La La Land. The big city. Anyways, I've distracted us. <laughs> yes. Uh, right. Willow's tipsy. Buffy is trying to console her. Everyone's trying to console her and it's not going super great. Buffy at least actually does have a very similar experience to what Willow's going through right now, which is good. Buffy was so torn apart emotionally by losing Angel, who knows Ugh. why, that she like literally just left and didn't talk to anybody for three months. Mm-hmm. So she knows a thing or two about handling this stuff badly. Yep, cool. Well, should probably, probably listen to her. Oh, and I really love Xander makes like a gross comment about Buffy, and Anya's there to be like, okay, oh, no. yeah. And you're like, yes, someone's calling him out on this garbage. Well, and, uh, and like Xander finally saying so he shouldn't. Much. <laughs> no, but like, no one ever, no one ever says like, ew, Xander. Finally, no. we have someone to say it. But this is at least the second time that Xander has, in front of the person he is currently <laughs> dating, said something skeezy about another woman. This who is, is also there. Yeah, yeah. This hmm. is very true. Oh my god, Amy Rat, Michaela. Amy Rat, hashtag Amy, Amy Rat! Rat. <laughs> Amy has come with Willow to college. Oh, they don't good. mention that it's Amy here, but we do no, see they her just in her show cage. The rat. Yeah. And, uh oh, Willow's gonna do some drunk magic, and that <laughs> will probably go fine, right? And, like, I have a lot of questions about this. You know, what if someone else has to use the bathroom? Right? It's a communal bathroom. <laughs> you can't just sit in there with, like, 50 candles arranged in a perfect circle that probably so took you, like, an hour. Candles. It doesn't matter how late it is. This is a fucking dorm room. <gasps> like, I understand that she had a giant chest full of magic shit, but it's so many candles. <laughs> there are too many candles. <laughs> yeah, it's not... Not great. Anyway, something happens. She gets Spooky. all spookified. And then next day, everything's probably fine. Willow is trying to exert her will over various objects, like making a Q-tip unbendy. And it's just not working. And, like, do you have any theories? I mean, having seen the rest of the episode about why those things don't work? Because she doesn't truly will them? Like, uh, yeah, I think, she I says... think it has to do with, like, her heart not really being in it. Yeah. And the other things that she says... She sort of states them as fact. Oh. Right? Like, she just, she says, like, you know, you don't see anything. Like, that's yeah. just a, like, a statement of fact, right? And saying, like, I will that this Q-tip become unbendy is really not the same thing as that. That's true. That is true. Anyway, it's not working super great. But Giles comes over. He's concerned about Willow. He, you know, she was supposed to come over with the components for the truth spell yesterday. And she did not. So he just wants to see how she's doing. And there's a really nice exchange where Willow's like, 
did Buffy tell you about the beer? <laughs> no, she didn't tell me about anything. Oh, forget the beer. Gladly. <laughs> yeah, and so... Like, this is, this is a pretty big part of Willow's character where, you know, she doesn't like to be told that she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. Right? Even though Giles makes some very good points about her being very emotional right now and maybe, like, it being hard for her to focus her magical energy. Like, I don't know much about magic, but that sounds pretty legit to me. Yep. She's like, oh, I'm being punished for being sad? Like, oh, whoa, God. man. Yeah, she starts to get really complaining at this point. <laughs> well, this is the episode that tries to cast Willow in an unsympathetic light uh, or like show that she is being unfair for once because very, very often she is the voice of reason. And this is That's an true. episode that sort of tries to reverse that. And with good reason. She's very hurt right now. Yeah, and so she's maybe acting irrationally. And in true Willow fashion, she was like, I'm very hurt, so I'm going to fix it in a quick way because I don't want to have to like wait for the to it to just sort of get better with time. Mm-hmm. So I'll make this spell where I can just make myself not feel heartbroken anymore. And like, let's just—that sounds very dangerous, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yes! It's so dangerous. <laughs> But it's probably fine, even Mm. when Willow says that Giles just can't see anything. And this brings us into another classic segment, Michaela. Mm. We all remember the segment, Not Quite Sherlock. The game is something on. Yeah, that, that. Don't compromise the integrity of the... (laughs) Crime scene. Hey, wait. I'm having one of those things. You know, a headache with pictures. An idea? <laughs> Why don't you tell our listeners what Not Quite Sherlock is all about? Fuck. Oh, boy. Is this about the fact that Willow says you don't see anything Giles then can't see very well and does not immediately put those two pieces together? Ding, ding, ding. You Woo! got it. And now, Michaela, who does eventually figure out what's going on and what's causing it? Xander? It is Xander. Oh, <laughs> Like, Giles is having such an off week that Xander Mm. puts it together before he does. I mean, God knows. Like, I'm sure Giles hasn't been getting any sleep, spikes up all night complaining, asking for blood. He's off his game. He's very off his game. Like, he starts losing his vision, and instead of being like, wow, that's weird, I suddenly can't see. He's like, uh... I'm embarrassed and don't want to tell you what's going on. I guess I'll leave right now. And you're like, motherfucker, this is the helmet. And she just told him about the spell. Right? Like, put one and one together here. <laughs> he just wanders away and then he's racking his brain. He's like, I'm sure it's magical in origin. What could have oh. caused this? And you're like... What happened at the time that this happened to you, Giles? Were you talking to someone? As I love to do, I've just written some headcanon. Go for it. Maybe there's like a dual meaning in you don't see anything and his powers of (gasps) deduction have been affected (gasps) by the spell. (gasps) Oh my God. That's why Xander has to figure it all out. You like it, right? It's good. I do like it. It is good. (laughs) Headcanon. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah, <laughs> it works really well. Good, and yeah. once I realized that Xander was the one to put it together, I was like, what is happening? What is this a wacky magic fun time? Yeah. It's crazy pants. Uh, Giles is going to try to do this truth spell all by himself. 
It's but a bad plan, yo. He can't see, so I don't know why he's trying this. And he drops the keys to Spike's manacles near Spike. <laughs> Question mark. Yeah, and I don't Spike know. escapes. Oh, oh no! Ah! I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem like he was really trying that hard in general. But sure, at this point, he can escape. Good for him. But like, where is he gonna go? Honestly, what is his plan? <laughs> I guess Spike's not really a planner. That's a good point. He is not. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not. You just said that you had a good point yourself. <laughs> yeah, I can this agree is with myself. Kayla. <laughs> you were about to agree with me, and I just you beat bring you up to a it. Point, <laughs> and then you say it was a good one. Yeah, one time hmm. I when we were drinking a lot of adult beverages. I don't remember that. I went a step further, and I, like, had a mini-conversation with myself. Oh, I, I have listened to that since then, and do remember it, therefore. Oh, I got to see the look on your face and everything while I did it. It was amazing. <laughs> so Willow is petting Amy the rat, and she actually mentions that it's Amy, and... Oh my god, she turns Amy back into a person for Amy a person. second! Just as a gag! Hashtag Amy rat. Hashtag Amy rat, and also, our final segment... No business from show business. There's no business like show business, like no business I know. Everything about it is appealing. Everything the traffic will allow. So yeah, right? Like, they call this actress up. (laughs) And they're like, listen, we want you to come and be naked on our show for two seconds. (laughs) Is that cool? That's all you're doing. You don't no. get any lines. You just have to reprieve your role. And yes, it is a well, technically a nude scene, maybe? I don't know how these things are done. But holy shit, what is that actress thinking? She's credited in this episode. Is she? She's in the IMDb, at the okay. very least. So, I mean, whatever huh. that means. I felt really bad for her once I realized the magnitude <laughs> of what was done here. I was like, Dave's going to lose his mind when she turns back into that rat. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, So, good news. They didn't forget about Amy Rat. Not yet. Good job. Bad news. They made it into a joke. (laughs) Yes. And called up the actress Mm -hmm. and paid her a non-speaking part. I mean, I I feel like you get paid more for being naked, don't you? I That's have gotta to be assume a thing. so. We don't know anything about anything. Like, can we be really clear about that? It's once, yeah, once I realized it was maybe technically a nude scene for her, I was like, what in the fuck is even. Yeah, it's good. It's oh, all good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a fun episode in general. It continues to be so because yeah. Buffy has to leave to go find Spike after he has escaped, and Willow's like, <laughs> whatever. She'll probably just like find him in like two seconds. Two seconds. <laughs> Literally two seconds later. <laughs> And then Spike's just staying there and he's so confused. <laughs> he doesn't know how he got there. And Buffy's wandering up to him very confused as well. Like, oh, that was fast. What if it happened? Spike's like, why am I even here? <laughs> uh, so he thinks that he remembers where the initiative was or like where he escaped from and starts well, tearing at the ground. Well, he recognizes the campus. Mm-hmm. And like, he probably doesn't have the exact right spot. Yeah. But like, it's, yeah, it's conceivable that it would have been somewhere in this area that he escaped. I mean, hopefully this is just setting it up for the future where we see that there is some, because I forget how he actually escaped or if we saw him exiting out of the ground. I don't know. I don't remember either. 
maybe they do have a thing of Buffy being like, oh yeah, it's under the ground here. Let's just open this door up in the quad for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's probably where they'd put it. I mean, that's the most easily accessible location and they're not really big on stealth. <laughs> Hide it in plain sight, you know? <laughs> yeah, ooh, no one will ever figure it out. Uh, yeah, so Buffy captures Spike, ties him up, and takes him back to Giles's place. And the chemistry is strong even before <laughs> Willow <laughs> complains loudly to Xander that if Buffy likes Spike so much, maybe she should just marry him. <laughs> and like, so, you know, Willow has to be acting very immaturely in this episode for this line to even come out of her mouth, right? Because it's just, yep. it's such a, like a grade school, like, oh, well, why don't you just marry him? You know? It's uh, so good. This is but exactly I what I wanted. <laughs> this is exactly what I thought would happen based on the thumbnail and the title. Spike gives Buffy the huge ring that is a skull ring. That, oh, it's have so we good. seen on Spike before? Does he like wear I this? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I look at that and I'm like, that makes sense for Spike to be wearing. He probably doesn't wear it all the time, but I can definitely mm-hmm. imagine him with like ring rings. But yeah, I think it's what Giles walks back out of the uh, the back of his apartment to see Spike so on funny. one knee proposing to Buffy and her giddily accepting. And like the the rope that he was tied up in moments ago is on the ground, like around them. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so good, and like everything about all of their interactions. When they're, you know, in this we're getting married state are just (laughs) comedy gold. So funny. They are really good. (laughs) They're so good. Because, again, the Buffy-Spike relationship is super fucked up. It's just as fucked up as the Harmony-Spike relationship. Like, they do not like each other. And (laughs) Buffy even brings up that she doesn't even like Spike, but she does love him. Right, because that's (laughs) what the spell is, right? Oh, it's so good. It just brings up all of these great scenarios that they run into. And poor Giles is just like, (laughs) what is happening? (laughs) Uh, This is such a bad episode for Giles. You can't tell what's up. Uh, yeah no it's the worst episode for giles goes blind and has to listen to buffy and spike make out for hours he has to listen to it so much oh there's so many noises (laughs) like was the stage direction make out as loudly as you possibly can (laughs) i would believe that but willow's not done complaining yet first She has to say that Xander's just a demon magnet. Oh, God. <laughs> Which isn't, you know, that's pretty right. All of Xander's. Oh, yeah. Although, I don't know, was the Inca mummy chick a demon? Uh, I would argue listen, no. Was Praying Mantis Lady technically... Oh, she was actually a demon. Yeah, I, would, I would think she would be. Because she's a yeah. giant praying mantis in a human body. Yeah, they do continue to bring up bug trubs for some reason. You know, it's funny that she actually was a giant praying mantis in a human body. Oh! (gasps) Yeah. Like, is that why you were so convinced that the the mare was a giant snake trapped in a tiny person body? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I want to be very clear for the record that I never actually believed that. Sure, sure. No, I mean, we have so many hours of you saying it that I don't know why anyone would think it. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's not going to go away for me, is it? Anyway. Yo, Xander's hair is still really bad. Mm, Oh, poor Xander. What happened to his hair? I don't know. I don't know why they gave him bad hair now that he's... I mean, he's sort of like living a schlubby life. So maybe they thought he needed schlubby hair. Maybe. I don't know. 
Mm. Anya's still very much on board. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, mm-hmm. everything's going great until the demons start attacking them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a bit later. First, yeah, true. I don't know, we've got some of this Giles uh. going completely <laughs> blind and <laughs> Spike referring to him as basically his father-in-law. Oh, well, and it's actually like a very sweet moment when Buffy asks Giles, Giles to, to like, give her away at the yeah. wedding. Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. And Giles is really touched by it for like yeah. five seconds. <laughs> and then he realizes what's happening <laughs> and so is mad. disgusted. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, so this, this, no. <laughs> oh, God. Buffy brings up Angel and Spike <laughs> is so, so jealous about Angel. Let's just do whatever Angel wanted to do for the wedding then. <laughs> what sort of photographer would Angel like to have? <laughs> <laughs> and like all of their interactions are just so gross. Oh, they're disgusting. Like when Buffy's pouting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Spike, like, goes to bite her lip. Oh, no, it's so bad. Oh, gross. It's hilarious. God. Buffy runs out to Mm -hmm. get question mark help. Magic shop supplies because of the spell they're going to help. They're going to cast on Giles to help him. Yeah. Anyway, she runs into Uh Ri-Fi when she is distracted by a wedding dress in a shop window thinking how pretty it is. And spills the bad news to him. Well, I mean, she wants to be friends. And she hopes that he understands. (laughs) She's trying to let him down easy. And hey, she even wants him at the wedding. They're friends. That's not weird to ask. (laughs) (laughs) Rifi just cannot deal with this fucking shit right now. (laughs) Well, like, the poor guy. Like, when was the picnic? Was it earlier today? Yes. And like... Now he sees Buffy at night, and she's like, oh, well, this guy I'm marrying, he's, like, way old. (laughs) Not as old as my last boyfriend. (laughs) You know, and, like... His name is Spike. (laughs) And, like, Buffy doesn't get a lot of opportunities to be funny, but Mm. she is very funny, and it's great. She can be, yeah. when, When, like, she actually has the chance to. But it's really... Like, I feel like it's only in these wacky magic fun times episodes, because otherwise she kind of has to be the slayer all the time, right? Yeah, and at one point she's asking Spike what should be on the invitations, whether it's Spike or William (laughs) the Bloody, and either way it's going to look a bit weird. And he brings up that her name is also dumb. (laughs) Yeah, and then she's like, my mother gave me that name. And he's like, oh yeah, she's really smart. (laughs) you're like these two people should not be getting married probably yeah you know who should be getting married joyce and spike yep uh team joyce's i'm a vampire (laughs) oh yeah Uh, what else do we have right xander and anya are about to board the express train to bone town choo choo but rutro they're attacked by a gross demon that Anya, man, her demon knowledge, she knows you can kill it only by drowning. So they like, take it over to the sink and start drowning it to death. If we have Anya around, does Giles ever need to do research ever again? She's like met most of these things. Right? She's so unbelievably useful that Holy like, shit. you have to imagine that they're not going to use her for her vast encyclopedic knowledge because it would make the show too boring (laughs) if Anya just knew the answer to everything all the time. Well, and it's also not really in character for Anya. She's like That's true. Yeah, whatever. You guys have probably got this. Anyway, where's Xander gone? And right, this thing is like like threatening Xander directly. So, Mm, of course... Of course she would want to save Xander. But uh it's not just the one demon. There are several demons mm. trying to attack Xander. 
So he flees to the safe haven of the Casa de Giles. God, just more comedy gold. Xander's whole like, how? What? How? (laughs) (laughs) They are so unpumped about this whole relationship thing. And yeah, then as you say, Xander is the one who gets to put the puzzle pieces together for some reason. And yeah, when, when Buffy is just like, I probably only escaped because I'm the Slayer. Some kind of natural immunity. I love it. Love it so much. And I mean, Giles is doing some great blind acting because no matter where people's voices are coming from, he's he just, looking in an opposite direction. And he's he's like falling over things. He's he's breaking things. Yeah. yeah. He knocked his scotch off the table at one point and then it was like, oh, well, there is more scotch anyway. He, he should have just gone straight from the bottle at the beginning. Oh, I hell think. yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. And yeah, so they need to track down Willow and get her to stop all this nonsense from happening. Yeah, because it is no bueno. No bueno. Zero percent bueno, in fact. But oh no, <gasps> she's snatched. Willow gets taken. Climbing in your windows. Mm-hmm. Now, it may have been a joke, and I uh, very much appreciate that. But my fiance, while we were watching this, did say, isn't that the guy that Faith stabbed? Because it's to Hoffren. <laughs> Oh, it's good. <laughs> it is good. He wants to recruit Willow to be a vengeance demon, and isn't that nice? <clears throat> he's, you know, he's all spooky. They're in this spooky other dimension, and yeah, he just is offering her a job because mm-hmm. he thinks really she's nice. got mad skills. Yeah, hell yeah. They're like the cultists in back with the hoods <laughs> and cloaks, being so menacing. Yeah, the gang's getting chased by a bunch of demons. They run into a crypt. Oh, right, because Anya wants to summon or take them to Dehofren to see mm-hmm. Willow. Can Spike hurt demons? So, yes, he can. Oh. And he's going to realize this eventually? Because right now he doesn't know for sure. No, but is, is he attacking them? I don't know. In this episode, no. He does not successfully attack any demons that I can okay. see. Okay, okay. Yeah, the pseudoscience of how the chip works is pretty wishy-washy. Well, you hit someone and then you get intense neurological pain. And he did that with Giles earlier, where he, like, punched him in the face. Yeah, who the someone is turns out to be, uh... Anyone but demons. <laughs> demons are okay to punch. Yeah, which is very confusing. But I guess, yeah, he doesn't really punch, uh... He's not doing any punching. He's more doing, like, attempting to hold the door closed. Mm-hmm. And then once the door breaks in this episode, he's just, like, trying to run away and right. not get eaten by demons. Right. Right. Which, not going super great, but whatever. He doesn't actually get eaten, so that's fine. But Thank yeah, goodness. he's got to be able to punch things later on so that, you know, he's not completely useless. <laughs> well, right? and this is the thing. Like, you know, he helps Buffy lift a heavy thing and try to, mm-hmm. like, barricade the door with it. And you're like, man... This guy's pretty useful yeah. because he's a vampire. He's super strong. You know, he's about as useful as Angel, right? <laughs> so <laughs> much more useful, useful than guy. Angel. <laughs> At least Spike doesn't... Pre- I, oh, God, he does pretend that he has useful knowledge, but doesn't actually. <laughs> Shit. Fuck, he's exactly as useful as Angel was. <laughs> oh, no. Uh... <laughs> I like that you try to defend him and we're just back <sighs> to Angel. Yeah. Damn it. But he does it in a funnier way. Yeah, he's a lot more fun than Angel. That's that's a useful skill to have. Mm-hmm. At least from an audience perspective, it is. <laughs> yeah. 
So Willow turns down the vengeance demon powers, and uh-oh, what's gonna happen to her? Spooky! It's fine. No, <laughs> Hoffman's yeah. pretty unfaced. He's, no, he's I like, like oh, all right. <laughs> giving her a talisman and then yeah. lets her know she can give this a chant anytime he, she changes her mind. <laughs> Oh, I love me some Dahafren. He's pretty great. I do He's just like such a it. chill guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. And then the whole thing is more or less wrapped up. Uh, Will is making <laughs> some apology cookies, and even Spike gets one. Okay, okay. But, like, as Willow ends the spell, you know, Spike's been hurt. Buffy goes to help him. While they're making out on the ground, Xander's being literally strangled <laughs> by a demon. <laughs> Like, Buffy had to have seen this on her way to Spike, and I understand the spell, you know, but she decides that making out with Spike is more important than saving Xander from this demon. Michaela, true love conquers all. But yeah, I mean, I understand that it's just a device so that when the spell ends, they're kissing each other and Mm -hmm. are horrified. (laughs) Oh man, they both hate it so much. (laughs) Uh, Spike lips. Lips of Spike! (laughs) It's uh, worse than lips, Buffy, I'm afraid to tell you. <laughs> oh, they were gross. fully making out. It was oh, really yeah, gross. No. Yeah, it's super gross. But yes, Willow's using cookies to make herself feel less guilty. Which, yeah, solid strategy. I fully support that. And <laughs> But we've got to wrap up this whole Rye Guy, Rye Fi thing. Because he still thinks that Buffy's engaged. She has to talk her way out of it by being like, ah, oh, it was just a fun prank I played on you. <laughs> I do like this relationship where both of them have, like, have to put forward this really boring exterior <laughs> yeah. while hiding these very interesting secrets from each other. So it seems like the most boring relationship ever. But they are both superpowered, kind of, and it's cool. Like, this whole idea of Riley where he is mostly just a normal person, but, like, is somewhat super, so he can, like, sort of live in Buffy's other world as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nice. I like it. It's a good idea. It is. And, uh, of course, this is where we get mostly just button watch, as I've mm. called the other. Of course. Yes. Let's go to yeah, mostly so, just button watch. I mean, oh, so yeah. obviously we have another button watch. Now, Ooh. I felt that in this scene, Buffy's hair had just gotten out of control. <laughs> Like, to the point where it is Helena hair, which is this other picture I have. Now, this is one of the clones from Orphan Black. And, like... Yep, I see like, the resemblance. It's very much Helena hair. Helena's fucking crazy. Like, her hair is supposed to sort of imply that she's off of her rocker a bit, I would say. <laughs> so then, the fact that Buffy's hair also looks like this just makes you wonder. Well, that'll all be up on the Facebook page so uh, viewers can see for themselves. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, her her hair is pretty nutso. And that's most of our episode. Did you have a fun time? I had a very fun time. And I know that next up is Hush. And that's... Oh, it's gonna be so good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. This is very much like, you know, wacky magic fun times. Mm-hmm. Where, for the most part, not... Like, I guess Willow moved through her pain somewhat. It's surprisingly <laughs> non episodey. Yeah. And then next episode, I guess sweeps you generally want people to be able to jump in and have a good time without having to know too much about what's going on. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. If this is sweeps, again, we don't know what sweeps is. <laughs> we we're, we've no idea what we're saying. Yeah. So so it makes sense there. And yeah, they're, they've got a lot of season left to do like a story. But so far, they haven't really set up a story for this season. I guess the initiative yeah. is the story. Well, yeah, it was a fun episode. 
Michaela, would you like to know what our favorite IMDb reviewer, Taylor Kingston, thought of this episode? If Taylor Kingston doesn't think that this is a 10 out of 10, I just don't know anything about the world. Well, Michaela, you do know something about the world. You are completely right. Overall, I give this episode a 10 out of 10. I fucking knew it. uh, He doesn't... Oh my goodness. This one doesn't have a... Which in my readings book is freaking ridiculous. Oh, I mean, I guess this is an earlier one. This is an earlier one. Oh, I guess I have to guess what it's called. You do. Absolutely do. The one where Buffy and Spike are getting married. Oh, you are so close. Get engaged. Get engaged. You are nearly there, though. Oh, man. I felt like that was too wordy. But then I'm like, no, Michaela, use all the words. Teeks (laughs) loves words. Does love words. (laughs) One of my all-time favorite episodes from the season and the entire series. What? I love how this this review starts off. Because you may be saying from the title, what? Why are they getting married? I don't understand. (laughs) Don't worry. It's okay. You're not going crazy. This episode made me very confused as well. Before I knew the entire plot. And you're like, did it? Like, this is a pretty straightforward one from a viewer perspective. Willow's eyes flash every time she effects some magic here. No, they make it super obvious. Hmm. Anyway, will be done spell. She can't command herself to get over the pain, gets even more upset. But when she says that Buffy and Spike might as well get married, that Xander is a demon magnet, that Amy was a perfectly normal girl, and that Giles can't see anything, things go bad. (laughs) Buffy and Spike get engaged and make out all over Giles' apartment. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way of putting it. Oh boy. (laughs) Amy turns back into a human for a second, but then Willow says, and then she's a rat, so she turned back into a rat. (laughs) And Giles goes blind. Her will-be-done spell worked. It's so funny. It really is. Uh, DeHoffrin wants to recruit Willow to be a vengeance demon. There you go. Overall, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. That's right. Absolutely. Oh, good stuff. All right. So, uh, fat top outfit. Obviously, I mm-hmm. pick leopard skirt because oh it brought me such joy. Leopard's such skirt joy. and choker. And choker, And it's yeah. the first time we see the wavy hair, really. Yeah, oh. no. Classic stuff. It's all bad. It's all bad. Who won, though? No. I mean, obviously Giles, right? (laughs) He had the time of his life. Time of his life. Time of his life. Uh, Spike? (laughs) I mean, I was was leaning there, honestly. So Willow gets to do a bunch of kooky magic and then only really... No, she feels... She feels bad. Yeah. yeah, and she feels bad just all the way through. Oh, yeah, yeah, and she deals with her problems by drinking them away, so. It's all bad <laughs> Not stuff. That. Spike definitely gets some good stuff to do, though. <laughs> Buffy is the one who hurts more out of that relationship, for sure. <laughs> I think I'd go with Spike, unless yeah, there's a better alternative. No, I don't think there is. Riley cause... gets fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> poor, this poor guy. He just is like, this, you know, nice guy from Iowa. He doesn't need these mind games that Buffy's allegedly playing with him. <laughs> oh, man. No, it makes her look so crazy. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I'm going to go for a Spike win on yeah, that one. Yeah, I think so. Good job, Spike. Next up, Michaela, is Hush. Yep. I have watched this episode more than any other Buffy episode, which isn't saying much, so that's like maybe three times. 
okay. But, but you, I guess I've watched once more a feeling more probably. Yeah. So you might uh, you might be able to remember some things. I definitely watched it once with a mind to see like how much of it is completely silent and Oh yeah. Uh, I think it's half an hour of the 45 minute runtime. It's which, quite a bit. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's quite significant. It's yeah. like oh, it's only 2 thirds, but 2 thirds mm. of your show, your 45 minute episode without dialogue. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard script to write. Holy mm-hmm. Christ. It's going to be really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I do remember the very last bit of it, um, which is Buffy and Riley, once they have their voices back, still don't have anything to say to each other, which is very good <laughs> metaphorically and from a, you know, just gag perspective. Yeah. Uh, that is exactly how it ends. Gentlemen are going to be really fucking terrifying. The thing of honest to God nightmares. Yeah, no, they are top spooks, man. Because they're like, we'll, we'll get into it next episode, but they are like very professionally trained clowns or mimes. Uh, One of them's Doug Jones, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He's the guy who does all Guillermo's shit. Oh, shit. Like, he's the guy who plays the, the dude with the eyes in his hands. Oh, God. <laughs> and he's, um yeah, the pale man, I guess, in Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And then he's, he's Abe Sapien in Hellboy. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like... Anytime Guillermo has someone doing some spooky thing, it's Doug Jones. Fair. Yeah, it's going to be a real spook em up I am looking so forward to it. I might watch it a couple times before the next time we record, honestly. <laughs> Go for it. Yo. It's just real good. In the new Guillermo movie, The Shape of Water, he's the amphibian man. <laughs> <laughs> he's also an alien in star trek discovery oh what about Anyways. that guillermo movie i didn't ver- like very much crimson peak yeah Is no he he's that? like he's like the mom the mom ghost <laughs> oh <laughs> that is not a very heavy oh i guess it is a heavy part actually yeah yeah he has to do some real spooks there yeah huh good he's job, everywhere <laughs> good well everywhere in guillermo's movies he and i just told you he's in star trek <laughs> <laughs> you are correct well, that will be amazing next time. Until then, our listeners can always reach out to us. They can find the pictures that we talk about on Facebook. They can email us at beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. They can find us on the Reddit. Uh, that's buffy.reddit.com. And they can indiv- uh, they can find us individually on MySpace, which I don't <sighs> think I've actually used yet. I haven't either. <laughs> I've never made a MySpace account. Oh, no, I meant for like for this show. I mean, like I've, oh. I've not used MySpace as a social network before, wow. as far as I can tell. I don't think you have. Which is crazy. You, anyway. You used MSN. That's the only thing from like that time period, I think. And ICQ. I've done ICQ. Right, right, right. Anyway, you can find me on there at MyFace and Michaela. Oh, oh this is a lot of pressure. I'm on there at Dark Fairy Princess. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You do you, man. Make sure all the hashtag those mys and those spaces have welcome to the Hellmouth so you know it comes so we know you came from the show. And until next time, farewell from the the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no.